I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. If you turn your mind back to the beginning of the AIDS crisis, you'll recall the sense that HIV was a virtual death sentence. Well, a lot has changed. Drugs have extended lives dramatically. And today we get the remarkable news that scientists have apparently cured an infant of infection with HIV. The girl was born to an HIV-positive mother in Mississippi, but we wanted to find out what the news could mean for Africa. Each year, thousands of babies there are born infected with the AIDS virus. So we took a trip across town here in Boston to meet with some people who spend a lot of time in southern Africa. So we've come to Boston University, where I'm joined by Dr. Julie Herlihy, who's Assistant Professor of International Health and Pediatrics, and by Dr. Donald Thea, who's the Principal Investigator of the Boston University Preventing Mother-to-Child Transmission Project in Zambia, and by Leota Hamamba, who is the Director for that project in Zambia. Uh, Dr. Herlihy, let me ask you, first of all, what was your reaction when you heard the news about this child in Mississippi who was apparently cured? Uh, I was shocked. Cure is a word that we haven't used with the HIV-AIDS epidemic for a long time. And I haven't seen the evidence behind this, and I'd be curious to see the evidence. But as always, it's another twist in our journey with HIV-AIDS. And uh, very excited to see exactly what happened and what this does mean and the evidence behind it, because I think it could have great implications. And I have to ask you, uh, Leota Hamomba, since you've essentially just gotten off the plane from Zambia, you arrive here in the United States, you hear this news, and you're working on this project, preventing mother-to-child transmission of HIV there. What was your reaction? My reaction was, well, that is great. There's hope, hope for the future. Mm. So, uh, Dr. Thea, if this research holds up, and all the indications are correct about this uh, two-and-a-half-year-old in Mississippi, what would it mean for a place like Zambia? Oh, I think it could be, it could really absolutely change the game in terms of um, preventing mother-to-child transmission. And that's, the, that's the, the main focus of what it is that we're doing currently in Zambia. And the idea that we could actually prevent infection in these children is revolutionary. Do you think this kind of therapy, where there is an aggressive use of several antiretroviral drugs... Is that feasible in a place like Zambia? Oh, absolutely. My understanding is that the regimen of three drugs that are being used were used in this child are the same as the regimen that we would put an infected, known infected child on, as well as the regimen that we would put mothers on, that we currently do put mothers on in Zambia. So if we can um, arrange to have the testing done at the bedside in some of these clinics and we could put them directly on these medicines, it's, it's absolutely feasible. What are your hesitations? What are your reservations about what you've learned so far and whether something like this is reproducible in Africa? Well, it has it has funding implications. Um, I think that it also has implications in terms of feasibility. Forty to uh, 60 percent of women deliver children not in a health facility. They deliver them in their homes. And those homes are oftentimes... 20 kilometers away from a health facility, and it takes many hours for those children to get there. So those sorts of very real-world delays may have very serious implications in terms of of the feasibility of this kind of an approach. Also, as I noted earlier, uh, a lot of children are still being born infected with HIV in Africa. Um, I mean, as exciting as it is to talk about a possible cure, isn't there still a lot of work to be done on prevention? Yes, there is. However, we have made tremendous strides in the last three to four or five years in terms of decreasing the um, mother-to-child transmission of HIV. And I think that this would be a really important addition to the quiver of tools that we have for this situation. 
Dr. Herlihy, uh, we've heard from some people who work on HIV in developing countries that the world seems to be losing interest in HIV and AIDS, that there's kind of uh, a fatigue with, with the subject, and that maybe apathy is setting in. Do you agree, and do you think news like this could rejuvenate interest? I think that's a great question. I think the history of the the fight against AIDS has constantly been driven by this idea of a breakthrough that provides some hope and then it gives us something to race towards. And I'm hoping that maybe this story is sort of the next benchmark that we can race towards and really galvanize uh, the army that has worked on this for decades to, to keep charging forward. Leota Hamomba, tell me about the situation in Zambia. I mean, how hopeful are you feeling right now about the way things are being addressed in the realm of mother-to-child transmission of HIV? I think we are doing so much better now since we started this fight against uh, mother-to-child transmission. And we have made tremendous strides to where we are now. We managed to test babies at least at six weeks, but we still miss some, quite a number of babies. So with this information, as I said, it's... It gives us hope, but there are a lot of logistical problems and funding implications that we need to think about. So I don't know how long you'll be here in the U.S., but at some point you'll return to Zambia. I mean, people presumably will want to know, well, what about this great news about the baby who was cured? I mean, what will you tell them? I'll tell them that it's good news I had in the U.S., and I hope it will be investigated further so that we really know what actually happened and then learn from that and then try to do something to save our children. But then you need to roll your sleeves up and get back in the trenches on the work that you do every day. Yes, of course. (laughs) One thing that seems kind of remarkable, at least in the science of this, is that the doctors in Mississippi kind of came at this baby just hours after it was born with a pretty aggressive cocktail of drugs. First of all, is that correct? I mean, how aggressive is using more than one antiretroviral on on a child? And is this kind of thing where you have lots of inputs and costly medicines, can that be done again in other parts of the world? Uh, It's my understanding that the regimen that was used is a treatment regimen rather than a prophylaxis regimen. Um, and it's a regimen that we commonly use in sub-Saharan African to, to treat adults. Um, and if we have the pediatric formulations available, then we would also use the same regimen to treat children. So having these meds at hand doesn't seem to be the challenge. Having them on the shelf, certainly, um, is, is always a problem. But I think the timing to treatment seems to be the linchpin that people keep focusing on so far in the media, which may have made the difference in this child. And that's when you really start asking a health system's infrastructure question. Can we get to kids fast enough? And do we know which kids to get to? Do we have the diagnostics available to know which kids would need a regimen as such in order to try and keep the virus from replicating? Just in conclusion, I mean, in the world of HIV AIDS, today is a good news day, yes? It's a great news day. Absolutely. It is That was Leota Hamomba, director of Boston University's Preventing Mother-to-Child Transmission Project in Zambia. She joined me at Boston University today, along with the project's principal investigator, Dr. Donald Thea, and Dr. Julie Herlihy, assistant professor of international health and pediatrics at Boston University.